start small you definitely need a vision a big goal and you work so hard towards that vision but again there are a lot of challenges and in most cases people are not 100 percent sure that they will be able to achieve it but again seeing what we have achieved so far it gives a more it, it gives us more confidence in what we are doing and also being even more ambitious than before this is the fourth and final episode of What If We Get It Right, in which we go to the Democratic Republic of the Congo and discover the power of social entrepreneurship to address community needs. In conversation with La Différence, an accelerator in the region, and three entrepreneurs, we are exploring how for-profit and socially aware businesses in the Eastern Congo are strengthening their local economy. Last episode, we met with Dus Numwezi, Washikala Malongo, and Shans Ruezi, who told us about the challenges that they face. Practical, institutional, and cultural challenges in sectors like agriculture, clean energy, and women empowerment. For this final episode, we go deeper into the strategies that they have found to deal with their challenges, and where they are taking their businesses from here. Before we hear from the others, let's go back to La Différence for a bit. Mike and Patrick have been guiding us through this story. But what exactly do they bring? What does their support look like? In no, I keep on saying it, but in no way am I pretending I'm not. I'm not imagining that somehow or other I am Congolese, I understand Congolese life. Uh, uh, you know, there's a bit of osmosis maybe over the years which has helped me to understand a little bit. But it is a complicated place and... You know, that's why we're Congolese. That's why the team out there is fundamentally Congolese. I'm like the facilitator. I'm the step on which they stand, right? It's not me. It's not about me. But that that um, background that I have and other people have from Europe or wherever, that background can facilitate. It can help. It can strengthen. It can contribute to their way forward. And that's how I see what we're doing. So Mike sees himself as a facilitator. But what then is the overall vision of La Différence? Why are they doing what they do? So what we're working towards is the, a model, a way of um, bridging that gap that I mentioned before between startup and scale, as they say, or between startup and engaging with institutional investors or large, you know, scaled sustainability. That gap, we, we want to, uh, in a way, build a model, uh, a clear, clear, clearly effective and sustainable model for bridging that gap and give people confidence that it can be repeatable and, uh, and others can do it. Give people who are at the institutional side end of it, i.e. the upper end of it, confidence in what we are doing so that they, by turn, have confidence in the entrepreneurs that we're helping to, to take that journey. So that at the end, we have a model which in a way is, is able to grow and act as that kind of missing link, you might say. Um, so that the SME sector can develop in Congo. And all around the world, there is evidence that the SME sector is a fundamental building block for a secure, stable, peaceful society. It doesn't exist in Congo, or in Eastern Congo, not really. But by building it, we can hopefully get there. Patrick explains how this works in practice. Putting them 
um, in two levels, as I say. So the first level is to give them those important devices to just to help them to really strong uh, build their businesses. We in this uh, particularly um, help we have a um, a program, a huge program, which. Um, 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 where we have uh, many many courses, so the uh, entrepreneur can learn a lot of things regarding, for example, the value proposition, the businesses, how to run the businesses, how to measure some risk in the businesses. So we have a huge curriculum and program on, on this. The, the second value which we bring, it is to help them to access a financial system. Yeah, because without financial, they cannot grow, they, the business cannot grow. At, at some level, they need a financial support. And we have to connect them sometime to some uh, potential investors who come from outside or Sometimes also we connect them uh, to some bank who can provide them a loan or who can invest or who can uh, buy some share in their businesses. So essentially this is the two level where we are uh, supporting them. So back to some of these lessons. For Deuce, it is clear that her customers are more than just buyers. How does she keep herself rooted in the community that she's trying to serve? First of all, we are every time um, improving the quality of what we are suing as part. When we began, we didn't have really good material and we always ask the consumers how they are, their feedback of what they think and how they think we can improve so we could be uh, more open to, to their needs. And uh, we are always improving our material. And when, for example, uh, the, the clients or the women and girls, they say, for example, uh, this kind of tissue, it's not easily washable. We try always to find other tissue in cotton that can be easily washable. And when we 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 make a small survey and we feel people satisfied we we are also happy and we try to ask again and again on my shepherd for example how do you think what what topics do you think we can talk about through social media and we always receive topics fr uh, from people who are members now of this Maisha Pad community? And um, because at the beginning we are we were the one to decide of what will be talked about, but now when it's other people who say I would like uh, during the weekly meeting, the weekly discussion uh, that we talk about X Y Z problem, we feel that this is really 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 good. And this is improvement in the way we are, we are, we are doing things. And also, we are trying also to to mix um, this social entrepreneurship of 
sell, of making and selling pads with uh, other other domain like uh, whether we are working also in new technology of information and communication and we are trying to see how we can use social media and other communication tools to influence people's uh, way of thinking way of of living way of talking and through culture cultural messages how we can uh, we can for example ask a comedian to perform something about menstruation and uh, it can make people laugh but the message is there and so this kind of way of doing things uh, helped a lot for Shantz, it is clear that an international market is key for his coffee cooperative to grow and scale. But interestingly, the lessons that he wants to share are more focused on strengthening his local community on the island. Shantz believes that the islanders need to create an environment that supports complementarity. Complementarity refers to the idea of an ecosystem. He explains, if one entrepreneur produces fish, another packages that fish. Another produces cornmeal or creates a hotel to accommodate people. And yet another provides connection and facilitates communication through the internet. Then this complementarity will develop the village and each week could become an even more attractive place than it already is today. If there was an additional aspect to building an SME sector that we would like to put in place. It's that it's collaborative um, and that people work together. Because, you know, the, the lack of resources in, in DRC means that competition tends to be the default mindset. We've learned in, in previous careers, if you like, at the outset especially, when you collaborate with other people on the same path, you get there faster. But fundamentally, yes, have a um, group of SME successes particularly those which are focused on these kind of outcomes which are social benefit, for example, in clean energy, where those benefits touch upon the well-being and sustainability of the whole community, not just the SME sector. If we can help to establish that, then that then becomes a model which is then credible, replicable, then, then that, I think, would be our job done. But it's going to take a long time. <laughs> a long, long time. You, you know, I mean, <clears throat> we just keep going. It's the right thing to do, we think. And the vision is, is, is going, it, it's going to work. The message is loud and clear. This is what it means to build long-term sustainable value. And everyone is saying the same. When trying to build a business environment, it's about collaboration. Collaboration with other actors in the field, like government, NGOs, civil society, the church, businesses. And it's about complementarity, so using and buying local products and supporting each other. It's another name for what attracted me to make this podcast. It refers to what some people call building an ecosystem. Patrick says it like this. We, we start this uh, journey five years ago, and we succeed uh, to set up or to help 25 businesses and 84% um, of those businesses show that they are, they are growing and it is something we, which is really uh, good for us, it was really good to know and we we'll continue to encourage us 
those businesses now they are bringing revenue and services to more than 5000 families in the region and the the products which are being produced by those businesses are really contributing a lot to the daily life of the community and uh, more than a million people in Kivu are really impacting on this uh, uh, channel. So briefly, this is <laughs> this is the impact which we we have until. Starting an enterprise or stepping into risk is not easy. It's hard work. The question is, are these entrepreneurs ever satisfied with the impact that they're making? Is an entrepreneur ever done? It's a difficult question to answer. Deuce says this about it. I can say yes and no. Yes, because when I see these small victories, I feel like we are doing really, really great things. And even if it's one or two or three women who can give her testimony and say that she feels more uh, empowered or more um, happy in in her body or uh, she she's not anymore afraid of going to school with using a piece of cloth uh, and that's by using my shepherd she's feeling really happy I'm I'm also happy and I feel like we are we are good in what we are doing. No, because we still have to, uh, work. Uh, we still have way to work on. And um, when I see a community like Bukavu City, it's somehow uh, easy to approach people, to talk with them about menstruation, about pad, etc. But when I see rural communities with all these problems related to poverty and low economic empowerment of women, that I think like there's, there's still a lot to do. Of course, the vision is there, is watching me. And uh, I feel like I have to to find every day new strategy, new, new ways of doing things. For me, I can't rest until the the last rural Congolese woman have her pad. So I can, I can say that it's like I've achieved my vision. Armand Chaco, who interviewed the entrepreneurs, asked them if they had some advice for people who wanted to be part of change. And they did. Washikala said. We have a lot of problems. These are uh, problems that we have to own as Congolese. We shouldn't expect that... Uh, there are people that would come to the DRC and work on these problems. It is our responsibility as Congolese to own this problem and really work hard towards addressing them. We should also, uh, I think, understand that there are several ways of addressing these problems. You know, people can involve in politics, they can involve in, in business, and they can also involve in the social sector. In most cases, what we see is like a lot of people think that it's only through politics that they can affect change or bring uh, about change in our country. But uh, it's important that uh, people realize that entrepreneurship, social entrepreneurship, uh, also have a, a 
a big role to play in bringing change and development in our country. So I would encourage a lot of us, a lot of young people, young Congolese, to really be involved in entrepreneurship and uh, you know be able to affect change. And those? There's a lot of entrepreneurs, they want to start business without knowing exactly what they want. In this uh, search of what do I want, it's really important to put a social aspect in the way you are reflecting on your business. How do I, um, am I changing my community through my business? And this social aspect is will be the late motive of when you just want to stop because there are a lot of problems in the business. You will be doing business, yes, but you'll be also changing lives of, of people. So when you want to do something, just ask yourself, how will I impact my community with what I'm doing? What If We Get It Right is a platform for positive stories about people using business to address societal and planetary problems. Stories that people can engage with and that inspires them to action. This series on the Congo was designed to understand how entrepreneurs in the region are creating value, how they are building an ecosystem so that local businesses can flourish in the area. Remember how we started this series? Patrick told me how uncomfortable he had become with repeating the same story over and over again. How he had wanted to influence the lives of his fellow Congolese in a way that would last. So I asked him at the end of our interview if he went back to his previous work and what he does now, does he feel that he might be getting it right? This experience is totally different than which I had before. You can see that you are you are contributing for building something great. And you know, two months ago, I was in the plane and I was um, going just to visit our partner who is a cooperative for rice. And this cooperative have more than 200 members. 200 members means 200 families. Each family has six or five children or people who are living in the family. Supporting this cooperative means that you are supporting all these who are a member and their family in the cooperative. So for me, I think this is a really something which I, I should do for the rest of my life. This podcast series is a collaboration between Tessa Verning and global design agency Impossible. Interviews with the entrepreneurs were organized, conducted, and translated by Armand Chacot. Production, scripting, and narration by Tessa Verning. Sound design and editing by James Powell. All music used in this podcast is listed and credited on whatifwegetitright.com. Design and artwork by Be a Peach and Impossible. Special thanks to La Difference for all their help and support in putting this podcast together. If you are a budding entrepreneur or just starting out, you might like the podcast, The Serial Entrepreneur.
You can listen to Anna Flockett, editor of Startups Magazine, talk to innovative startups and go deeper into challenges and lessons that they have learned. They share their most interesting stories and offer knowledge from inside the industry, as well as providing some inspirational advice. Find them by typing The Serial Entrepreneur into any podcasting service or visit startupsmagazine.co.uk.